Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 702. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including the postage and handling. Uh, We've got a message for you, a direct message from the Bible, from the Word of God, which is, it is impossible for him to lie. And um, we have music and letters. Right now, let's pray. Lord, you see the heathen in this world today making great decisions to say this religion is wrong, that religion is wrong, and so on, and they're not capable of knowing anything. You said the dead know nothing, and they're dead in their sins and trespasses. Who are they to override the freedom of religion in this country? They sport themselves and think that there will be no retribution for the things that they're doing. But, Lord, I pray that this word will get to them so that they, too, can be saved and become uh, people uh, that you take pleasure in. But you take no pleasure in these kind of people and people that have once known you and then turned their back on you and go back into perdition. Father, bless the service. Anoint, uh, let everything that's said be directly from you into the ears of the general public and the true body of Christ, which is the real church. Lord, um, give everyone uh, something that will stabilize their soul, that will be an anchor to their souls in these last hours of time before you come back to earth again. Lord, uh, bind Uh, As we preach the word of God, which uh, binds Satan here on this earth, bind him also in heaven and bind him for us as we bind him here on earth by preaching your word. And Lord, uh, let uh, many souls or however many souls that you wish to come into the body be so today and also the church, the body of Christ not those that have fallen away to the Antichrist, but the real church be strengthened. In Jesus' name I pray, and everyone says amen. Amen. All right, praise the Lord. Now, here's a song that I first heard. She originally sang it with the Stamps Quartet, J.D. Seminar and the Stamps, and I really liked it with J.D. Seminar and the Stamps, and I'm still looking for that record. If everyone has it out there or a CD, I'd like to have it. But here she is now. Kathy Westmoreland to sing My Heavenly Father Watches Over Me.
That was Kathy Westmoreland. Beautiful. My Heavenly Father watches over me. I'd love to have it uh, by the stamps. I had it one time, and I don't know what happened to it. Well, anyway, let's uh, get into this uh, new program, number 702. I'm going to refresh your memory a little bit here. I'm going to begin at uh, 28, which I've already read in the last service. But it says, he had despised Moses' law. Now, how in the world could anybody despise Moses' law when it was God himself which wrote it with his finger into two tables of enduring stone? He um, And then he bellowed it throughout to the entire nation of Israel. While smoke was, fire was coming out of the mountain and there was the sound of a trumpet and there was an earthquake. How could anybody despise the law of God? Because when you despise it, that shows that you're despising yourself because you're not going to heaven. If you despise God, the Bible says that if he, he that despised Moses' law died, without mercy under two or three witnesses. Verse 29, of how much sore punishment. Suppose ye shall be thought worthy who hath trodden underfoot under your filthy feet. the Son of God, who he sent into this world to save your rotten soul and hath counted the blood of the covenant, the New Testament, wherewith he was sanctified and that you would think that it's an unholy thing, the blood of Jesus. How garbage can think that Christ is unholy is something that is beyond imagination. These people are totally retarded and hath done despite unto the spirit of God, of grace, of power. Verse 30, for we know him that has said, Vengeance belongs unto me. I will recompense, saith the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people. And not only his people, but, you know, everybody is his people. Some of us do not follow what he says to do, and therefore we wind up in hell. But I believe, and I obey what the Lord says. Verse 31 It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living Almighty God. Verse 32. But call to remembrance the former days when you first got saved. Remember that? Remember the pit that you were dug out of? In which after ye were illuminated or enlightened, ye endured a great fight of affliction. Verse 33, partly 
while she were made a gazing stock. Well, all of us are that are in the Lord are a gazing stock. People look at us and they squint at us and say, well, we keep to ourselves, those people over there. Yes, because all you heathen I love to murder people, and so we just keep to ourselves. We're not hurting you by keeping ourselves to ourselves and to the Lord, but you just have to drum something out, you devils. Partly while she were made a gazing stalk. Yes, I've been gazed at a lot ever since I've been born again of the Spirit, almost 44 years, both by reproaches, and afflictions. One of the sheriffs out here in Los Angeles said, can I come into the cell with you, uh, Pastor Tony, and get a picture taken of you? And one of the guards said, what do you want a picture of yourself with him for? She said, well, this is Tony Alano. He's worldwide known. And so she was uh, taller than me. She must have been about six foot, five or six. And so I said, well, at least give me my boots so I can, you know, get up above this Amazon here. And so I had, they wouldn't give me my boots, so I had to stand up on my tiptoes. <laughs> you don't see my sense of humor, I see. Okay, I had my tiptoes so that I would look partially uh, all right with uh, standing next to her. And so this was reproaches and afflictions, and she was goofing on us. Her name was Sue Lewis of the Sheriff Department. And she said, aren't we having fun? She said that to uh, Jeffrey Dickstein, my attorney at the time, and myself. And we couldn't believe that there's such sinister, wicked people that think that this is fun. They make a game out of it. They don't care whether people do what or other thing because they're doing the same thing. Uh, that they're saying that we do, and we're not doing anything like they say we're doing. It's everybody that is a reprobate thinks everybody else is a reprobate. Everybody that's a thief thinks everybody else is a thief. Everybody that is a prostitute thinks everybody else is a prostitute. And your gazing stock and your afflictions, you put up with all these things, and partly while you became companions of them that were so used. In other words, you were in the church, and all the people in the church were used the same way. They're abused and used, like all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Verse 34, For you had compassion of me in my bonds while I was in jail and in prison, because I, Paul, am a, a, a jailbird. Uh, you know, I'm an ex-con. That's what they like to do to people that are Christians, is to be able to mock you and say, he's an ex-con. They don't say that we were railroaded into prison on false charges. This is just the way that the ungodly heathen talk about people that are of the Lord. For you had compassion of me in my bonds in prison and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods. Now, the government back then went into their houses and took all the different things that they wanted and kept them for themselves, knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better 
and an enduring substance. Well, they took your substance while you was here, but you just, like when they took everything that we had a few years ago, I know that I have all this <laughs> magnet, magnificent substance in heaven, so I didn't care. Got me off the hook, didn't want to do buying anymore or anything like that or selling. Verse 35. Cast not away, therefore, your uh, confidence. Don't be discouraged. Don't cast away your confidence because God promised, and when he promises, it's for sure it's going to happen, which hath great recompense. So uh, you have confidence in the Lord's word. Well, then uh, that has great recompense uh, of reward for you. Verse 36. For you have need of patience. Patience. Tribulation. When you have tribulation, that works patience. That makes you have more patience. That is, if you really continue to believe. Why isn't God blessing me? Well, why are you asking what God does? He's God, not you. Let him do with you. He's the potter, you're the clay. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. Well, what promise? Well, how about the kingdom of heaven? Isn't that a great promise? Well, why would you think that it's not? Why would you weaken just because Satan attacked you? You should come against him is you should take it to the Lord in prayer. Amen? Amen. We should never be discouraged. We should just take it to the Lord in prayer. Okay, if we have trials and temptations, take it to the Lord in prayer. The Lord didn't say, um, worry always. Uh, worry without ceasing. It doesn't do any good to worry. But it does uh, a mountain of good if you pray to the Lord about your situation. Verse 37. For yet a little while, and he, the Lord, that shall uh, come, uh, and will come, and will not tarry. He won't be slow about it. He'll come in a moment when you least expect it. Verse 38. Now the just, the people that are just before God shall live by faith. So if you have faith, no matter what you're going through, uh, you're going to have faith through it because you don't want to lose out on the promises of God. But if any man draw back, in other words, goes back into the world, my soul and tr tramples the blood of Jesus underfoot by doing so. My soul shall have no pleasure in him, saith the Lord. Verse 39. But we are not of them who draw back, that turn back unto perdition, unto sin. But of them that believe to the, have faith to the saving of the soul. Those that continue to the end shall be saved. 
Now we come to the Hall of Faith. Chapter 11 is that hall. Now faith is the substance. It's actually a substance of things hoped for. Because if you have faith, it's really substantial. Uh, that builds up your hope. Uh, if I don't hope for anything, well, then I don't have faith in anything. But if I have faith, it is the substance of things hoped for. And it's also the evidence uh, that you have faith in the things that uh, you cannot see. Verse 2, for by faith the elders obtained a good report. Verse 3, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, Jesus, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Uh, everything that you see was made by spiritual th things, and the spirit realm is not seen by you. And so, therefore, we have to believe that word. We walk by faith, not by sight. So the things that appear were not made of things which um, are appearing. Verse 4, by faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than uh, Cain. And what was that? Well, he honored the word of God that said that God was coming into the world as a man. And so therefore he, and that he'd have to die for us. And so therefore he would kill offerings and burn them as a symbolic that he believed that Christ was coming to the world and dying for the sins of the world. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Cain offered vegetables and fruit because he was a farmer. And there's no virtue of blood in fruit and vegetables, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. You just have faith in the word of God and you're righteous. Because the Bible says don't sin, and if you believe the word of God, you don't sin. You're not like Charles Stanley or any of the other false prophets that preach a lot of truth and then they just put in the right ingredient to make your soul believe in fallacy so to send your soul to hell. That's just heartbreaking when I see his congregation just sitting there silently listening to his garbage. God testifying of his uh, gifts and by it he, being dead, yet speaketh. The blood of Abel spoke out of the ground. By, verse 5, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death. But all men have to see death eventually. So he's coming back to earth. He'll be one of the uh, witnesses, he and his wife. So Enoch and his wife will be the two witnesses. They say, well, Moses, no, Moses died already. It's appointed unto man once to die. And they said, uh, a lot of people say, it's going to be uh, other people, but they have died also. 
By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him for before his translation. He had this testimony that he pleased God. And how many people have that testimony today that you're pleasing God? Well, I don't do anything wrong to people. I, I don't uh, lie. I don't steal. That isn't it, folks. You have to be, you have to have the Spirit of God living in you. Uh, all the stuff that you do, you're still a sinner because the Adamic sin is on your soul. Verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to uh, God must believe that he exists, that he is God, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So people that say, well, I don't do anybody any harm. You're a person that has never sought God. You don't know these rules and regulations. You don't know. He said um, that uh, he is a rewarder of only them that diligently seek him, not pick up the Bible now and then. That isn't diligent. Verse 7, by faith Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet. Well, wait a minute, warned of God? Does God warn people? Oh, yes, he does. He warns every living creature that if you are not accepting his son, and if you're not keeping his commandments, you're going to hell and the lake of fire. And he's a rewarder of those that believe him. So Noah, by faith, this is very important. The only important thing in the world is to have faith in God, to fear God, as he says, and keep his commandments. That's the whole duty of man, folks. Be, Noah being warned of God. Warned, I warn you, Noah, of the things not seen as yet, however, moved. Noah moved with fear, prepared a ark to the saving of his house. And not only his house, but all of us, because if Noah and his family uh, were not saved, then there wouldn't be any of us any longer. There wouldn't have been none of us. By the which he condemned the world. God condemned the world. He drowned everybody. He said, well, oh, sweet Jesus, he just drowned the whole world. You creeps. How could you make up stuff? God is just a God of love. He's a, a God of vengeance. He's a terrorist. Knowing the terror of God, we preach the word. By the which he condemned the world, God did, and became uh, and Moses preached the condemnation, everybody will, and he became the heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Verse 8, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed 
he obeyed God. He left friends, family, all his wealth. And he went out not knowing whither he went. He just followed the Lord. I don't know where I'm going, but I know that I'm doing the right thing. I'm going where God's telling me. Oh, man, people don't have that kind of faith today. Verse 9, by faith, he sojourned in the land of promise. Went into Israel, which eventually would be Israel, as in a strange country. Dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promises. Verse 10, for he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. You're looking for a city that's not here on this earth, it's in heaven. The foundations whose builder and maker is God. This city is not made by man. It's built and made by God. Verse 11, through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Verse 12, Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the sea shore, innumerable. You can't count the sand. And you can't count how many Jews there are in this world. Verse 13. These all died in faith, not having received the promises but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them, they believed God because God said it and they believed it and that settled it, and embraced them, the promises, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. If you're of the Lord, you're a stranger and a pilgrim here on earth. I mean... They uh, say all the things that you're supposed to do, but as Christians, we can't do what they say that we have to do. We can't marry men, uh, men with men or women with women. <laughs> What's more, as any one of us would never want to do such an idiotic thing, a satanic thing. And even though this satanic government says that we can murder our children, we know that that is... Uh, Horrible sin in the eyes of the Lord. Worthy of going to hell. Worthy of death. The homosexual lesbians. And those that married her. She had small little babies. Verse 14. For they that say such things. I declare plainly that they seek a country. 
Verse 15, another country, not anything in this world. Verse 15, and truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they uh, came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But they were not mindful of the place that God took them out of, because if they would have been, they would have returned. Like so many people return back into sin. Now, verse 16, but now they desire a better country. That is, in the heavenly country, where there's no satanic, evil, one-world government. Everything is beautiful there. There's no harassment by a bunch of egghead, uh, satanic imps. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he hath prepared for them a city. Oh my God, that's the new Jerusalem. That's where all of us are going to be in the marriage supper of the Lamb. Those of us that really keep all of his commandments. Oh, you don't believe that. Well, you better read the Bible so you get some faith. Because faith comes by you reading the Bible and listening to what it says and believing it. If you don't, you're going to hell. And you'll find out that it's true in the end. Verse 17. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises of um, offered up his only begotten son. Well, he said that there would be many people come out of his loins his dead loins in his wife's dead womb, that uh, there would be so many of the Jews, he was the first Jew, that you wouldn't be able to count them all. So he willingly offered up his only begotten son before he stabbed him and killed him and burned him. Uh, he God told him no, that he would prepare a sacrifice. Uh, God will have a sacrifice here. He's prepared one for us himself. Verse 18, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. In Isaac shall thy seed be called. Well, if he was going to, uh, God told him to burn him up, he believed that God would be able to raise him from the dead and reassemble those ashes and make him right back into his boy again accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure, a symbol, or a type. Verse 20, By faith Isaac blessed Jacob, and Esau concerning things to come. Verse 21, By faith Jacob, or Jacob, when he was a dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith, verse 22, 
Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. Verse 23, by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw that he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. Verse 24, by faith, Moses, when he was uh, come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Verse 25, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season and then go to hell. Verse 26, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Verse 27, by faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. For he endured as seeing him who is invisible by faith. Verse 28, through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn in Egypt should touch them, the children of Israel. Verse 29, by faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians, assaying to do, were drowned. Verse 30, by faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about for seven days. Verse 31, by faith, the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not. When she had received the spies, the Jewish people, uh, men, with peace. Verse 32, and what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, who had 70 sons, and God only knows how many daughters, and of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, David having, I don't know how many, 99 wives, and Samuel, who was born of a polygamous family, and of the prophets. Verse 33, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, 
obtain promises, stop the mouths of lions. Verse 34, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Verse 35, women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were uh, tortured, not accepting deliverance by recanting Christ, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Praise the Lord. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings. Yea, moreover, of bonds being jailed in prisons and imprisonment. Verse 37. They were stoned. They were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented. Verse 38, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. Verse 39, and these all having obtained a good report through faith received not the promise. Well, why didn't they? Well, because uh, there's, uh, we have to wait for the time. Amen. Mm-hmm. Verse 40, God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. With us they are made perfect. Chapter 12, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, Let us lay aside every weight, everything that seems weighty, and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame of the cross, and is set down at the right hand of the uh, throne of God. Verse 3, For consider him that endured such controversy, or contradiction in controversy. Contradiction of sinners against himself. Look at all the contradictions of sinners that we have. The Lord said if they are contradicting him, well, they will also contradict us. These sinners. The sinners are the ones that are contradicting us. 
against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. You have to keep remembering Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. But he went through way more than you or I ever will. Verse 4. Ye have not yet res um, resisted the enemy unto blood, striving against sin. You've never been stoned or nailed to the cross yet or have been butchered. Verse 5, and ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. God saying, now, my son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. Verse 6, for whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. So when the government makes up a, a rule that you're not supposed to chasten your children, well, you'll have to do the opposite. They say this is the Children Welfare Department. These are not Children Welfare Department. They're the actual Catholic cult, the uh, Antichrist, that's telling you don't do what the Lord says, but do it. And don't go around boasting about it by, uh, to rat yourself out. And I'm not talking about abusing children, but we have to chasten them. And there was a court uh, decision made the other day where it is absolutely proper to uh, chasten your children. They're yours, and the Lord commands you to do it. If you endure chastening, if you do, and that's a big if, a little word, but a big meaning. If you endure chastening, and remember, God makes an environment for people in this world that are serving him. If you're doing something wrong, there's going to be an environment that you're not going to like. And so don't think of it that God hates you. He's chasing you for, chastening you for a reason. And you need to seek him to find out what it is that you're doing wrong. Because he chases them that he loves. He just wants you to get the point. So God deals with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? Even his own son, Jesus, was chastened. But if ye be without chaste chastisement, where of all our partakers, then are ye, and this is in the Bible, folks, if you're not being chased, then are you a bastard? You're bastards. So the Lord is pouring out his wrath on earth right now. It's the beginning of sorrows. And if you'll just wise up and repent, well, then God will, uh, uh, he will uh, not, he'll lift his hand and will not chase you any longer. So if you're bastards and you're not a son, you're a fatherless child if you don't, uh, if you're not chastened, verse 9. Furthermore, we have had fathers uh, of our flesh, where we were first born in the flesh, 
which corrected us, and we gave them reverence, shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits so that we can live eternally? Verse 10, for they verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasures, but he for our profit, but God chastens us for our profit and our pleasure that we might be uh, partakers of his holiness, that we may be in his body, the body of Christ. Verse 11, now no chastening for the present uh, seemeth to be joyful, joyous, or joyful. It's joyous in the Bible, but grievous. But it'll be grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields, yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Verse 12. Wherefore, lift up the hands uh, which hang down and the feeble are our knees and uh, make straight paths for your feet. Lest, in other words, follow the word of God, lest that which is uh, lame your weakness be turned out of the way, but let it rather be healed. And we're healed by faith and by obeying the Lord's word. All right, now we have some letters. Where's the first one from? From Peru. All right, what do they have to say? Pastor Tony Alamo, beloved servant of God, you have been called to bring the word of salvation to all the nations in the world. We have been praying to help your ministry. We cannot help you economically, but with our prayers to the Lord. Pastor, if it is not bothering you, we would like to receive Bibles for our leaders in the church. We need ten Bibles and one study Bible for me. All of the brethren would be very grateful for this new blessing. Well, I haven't found a study Bible yet that uh, I approve of, and so we'll study the Bible, so, and literature. Then what? God bless you, Pastor Nestor Jaramillo from Peru. All right, you have another letter. Yes. Let's hear it. From Ghana, Africa. Hello, sir. I am writing you this letter to say thanks to you and your ministry. May Almighty God richly bless you. I am saved through your literature sent to me. Pastor, thank you once again. My parents are my life. Pastor, I used to be a bad boy. I was rejected by my family. But thanks be to God, the Most High, and your church, too, that now I am a true Christian. Please, I want you to send me your Bible, books, and gospel CD. Thank you for your magazine. Simon Okansi from Tima, Ghana, Africa. Praise the Lord. Well, now it's time to pray. And uh, if you don't uh, know the Lord, well, here's your opportunity to know him. The Lord... Um, is set his word forth straight into your heart and into your mind and into your spirit. You know what to do. Call upon you need to be saved. You need to be born again of the spirit. 
And the first step to that is to say this prayer to the Lord, because then he'll forgive you and put his spirit in you and his laws in you. And you'll be able to uh, keep them because the strength to keep his law, uh, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus will be yours. So say this prayer to the Lord right now. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. And I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart and I invite you, Christ Jesus, into my heart, Holy Father, into my heart, Holy Spirit, into my heart. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Your word says that you'll Turn no one away. All that call upon the name of the Lord, all that call upon you, Lord, shall be saved. Therefore, Father, I am calling on you, Jesus. I'm calling on you. I'm calling on you, Holy Spirit. Uh, and I know you're hearing me, and I know you've answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. I thank you, Father, for saving my soul, Holy Spirit. Jesus, the Savior of the world. Now, uh, just raise your hands and praise and thank the Lord and give him all the glory. And Sharon, let's tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 702, uh, absolutely free of charge, including postage and handling. Just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406. This is World Pastor Tony Alamos, and tune in tomorrow for another program that will help you get to heaven the right way. Uh, our choir sang this song, uh, Go Down, Moses. Uh, but here's another version of it. This is Elvis Presley's favorite gospel quartet group. It's called uh, Go Down Moses, the Golden Gate Quartet. Go down, Moses,
Well, I'm singing now, go down, Brother Moses, way down in the Egypt land. Oh. 